Welcome to QF, guys. We're laughing already. I'm sorry. We're in the middle of listening, queuing up for this uh, episode. I'm Jim Fix, your host, aka Fillmore, and with me is Deborah once again. Welcome, Dev. Hello, hello. I hate to be Jackie just doing the laughter and being the our own laugh track, but uh, we were just talking about Robin and you could you could actually dive into a clip if you know what it's about and immediately start laughing based on the, depending on the clip. Her strident defensiveness is a combination that I rarely see. You know, it's like it's like beef flavored Snapple. It's just two things that don't go together. That's right. But Robin manages it. Unbelievably. So this is part two of the uh Robin's ear magic, magic fat burning magnet <laughs> beads or whatever. That, and so where he's going to he's going to go heavy on the emailers or slash callers. And uh, and then she's eventually going to take them off. But the part of the fun is getting to that point. By the way, I, I'm, I'm I'm leaving the name of the company off, but I'll whisper it to you off the air. And you tell me if this is uh, sounds familiar. It, it Do you want to know me who makes the beads? No, not the beads. I wouldn't know they all for us are a diet and exercise program. No, I don't know who brought that I, wine. I, I would I, I don't know who. I, I wouldn't know who makes beads that I'm wearing behind my ear that could cause cancer that could give me radiation that I don't need how do you not know what you're putting on your body for someone who's so involved in health well, the, the, again, and now here I'm I'm doing the Robin invitation Im- again. Again, <laughs> well, when she when when they go, they were busting Artie's balls about something, and uh, we probably have to go through that wrap up show one time because they were discussing her the this this thing and the Doctor Ronnie thing, and they were being really vicious in her saying she claimed she had a condition. I think she was just fat. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The condition around September 11th, that because that's what saved her. Yeah, well, she, in this case, in this case, Artie was getting fucked on. And then he brought up Dr. Ronnie. And then they, <laughs> they started asking, is she a doctor? And she says, I believe she, I'm sure she <laughs> yeah, has. This, yeah, I remember sure. her saying, I'm sure, I'm sure she's she something. A, a doctor, a, a degree in medicine. Could you imagine going to a doctor for surgery not ever checking them out not looking them up in your insurance plan not asking people not googling them just you know just can you cure my kidney disease doctor i think you can do that right do you think that there's like some kind of almanac for grifters where robin's name is <laughs> prominently on the list and they just literally pass it amongst each other because brendan murphy dr ronnie some nigerian scam that got her i mean she's she's been fucked with her entire life because she's clearly oh. just a dumb dunsky yeah but that's a really interesting point Fillmore, because the same way that narcissists know who they can prey on i mm-hmm. think grifters know who will buy their grift for so long. That's you know, what like Richie a, Wilson said. And I, and I, I, at first I thought, okay, is it that simple? It must be. For, for, so, for people like that, yes. So um, for someone like me, uh, I'm not a narcissist, but it's in my family and I can sniff it out in, in, in a half a second. And people mm-hmm. think I'm um, overreacting about somebody, but I just, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with this person. I, I can just sniff it out. And I think grifters sniff out these um, lonely hearts. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, either way, she's she's gonna go full steam, <laughs> and, and, and until the, eventually it just crashes into a wall. You said there was no diet and uh, exercise. That's what supposed to be effortless weight loss. No, this company offers weight loss with beads and exercise. That, that's why I want to whisper the name to you. Okay, go ahead. Well, here I'll write it down. <laughs> Acme Bead Company. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go, Robin. Is, this is one of the names. Is that a name that you recognize? No. Okay. Do you recognize the following name? <laughs> How many Hold names on. you got over there? Is it anything similar to that? Close. Okay. Look at. <laughs> okay. So they're getting a little closer. Look at this. You hear? Look at. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you hear? He cannot pronounce recognize. Oh, of course. He, he keeps saying recognize. Well, I mean, he it's, said it's, it twice. It's, recognize. You know, all we need is a zeppelin, and we're we're in. <laughs> Look at the second name. Is that the name of the company you've been no. dealing with? All right. Hold on. It doesn't matter. Hold on. Hold. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're not my beads. I didn't make the beads. I just wear them. They told me to put them on behind my left ear. I didn't put them on my head. So <laughs> it's never her responsibility. It's unbelievable. She glides through life like that. Well, it, what I find fascinating is that it permeates every aspect of her being, that whole disassociative thing where she has no responsibility. She claims no responsibility, and yet she comes in wearing the Batwing dress. She comes in with these magnet beads. The, the, there's a mess in her office, but she didn't put it there. It's um, If it weren't a psychological condition, it would mm -hmm. be admirable that somebody yeah. can do that. They can completely disassociate themselves from from any responsibility and defend that action of bearing no responsibility for anything, not for yeah. the cancer, not for yeah. the weight, not for her relationships, not for her job, not for her family, nothing, not well, for her office. Well, quick question in, in, because you mentioned relationships. What do you think it was like for, let's say Mr. X and her, like, was it, do you think, do you think even that was anything other than just a beard relationship or I, I kind of do think that they had something but I think because um, I seem to recall the story yeah. was she moved to Staten Island because yeah. of him. Right. That's correct. She moved to it's this part of Staten Island that's um, like this gated community. Okay. And um, but it's just it's a hassle to get into the city that way. Yeah. Uh, you could only go by. uh by ferry or yeah. if, if a car picked you up. So it's a, it was a big imposition into her life, but mm -hmm. you know, but that was like the nineties late or early two thousands. Really, yeah, I mean, she was right. crazy, but she was crazy then, but she, I don't know. I think maybe she was, she hadn't reached the peak of her, nurse her 30 yeah i really don't think she i think she might have been like a 28 at that point you know what i mean like because like know. even then even the narcissist in my life was married i mean mm. it didn't it didn't work mm -hmm. so you 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 know they can get someone maybe they fluctuate in the level of uh of narcissism like based on i don't know circumstances but the i mean by the time she released her book if you if you'd pulled her then you would have, if you had given her the survey she would have been a thirty a thirty six thirty seven right she so that was mid nineties yes and so, that was mid nineties so right, by right. and and a lot of the guys even stuttering John would be one of those people saying he straightened her out he tells her what to do he tells her when she's wrong and she just accepts it which is very much like Robin to just accept to be told what to do 
uh, except when she gets to some kind of boiling point and all of a sudden this rage comes out. But when she runs into someone with a stronger personality, with more will, with more um, conviction, um, then I think she acquiesces. She folds like a fucking lawn chair. Well, yeah, I mean, that's her personality is um, we were talking about this a a few months ago with that show Billions, where the D.A. um, of the state of New York uh, would would get um, he would go to a dominatrix at night because he needed to be beaten into submission. Because all he did day day in and day out, Paul Giamatti, interestingly, who played pig virus, pig vomit, pig pig vomit. Sorry. Um, He played that character. But um, I think there's something deep in Robin that needed to be uh, told what to do and Mm -hmm. how to be, how to act, how to behave until she was done with it. Yeah, that's right. And then never again by anybody. Yeah. So with Mr. X, I'm sure she just got fed up with, um, I think she just got tired, like the same way Howard gets tired of uh, photography, biking, calligraphy or whatever. Uh, Yeah. Because she even said, remember when she made the announcement that she and Mr. X had broken up, and Howard kept asking if she felt sad. And she was like, no, I don't feel anything. She had, well, she had no, she, and I believe it. She had no feelings. The only feelings that an NPD has in a breakup is like ang- or anger that, mm-hmm. that someone did them wrong or, or used them, but there was no emotional attachment or ties. She, she was very cut off from that. Oh, it was coming for months, you know? Well, when she left, when her and Florentine broke up or when, whatever, however it worked, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to work because, well, she's Robin um, and he, and it's just different lifestyles completely. He's on the road all the time. That's no way to, that you can't really have a relationship with, with a comic unless it, it takes, it takes a special kind of person to be able to do that. And um, I mean, it has worked. Some people do sometimes comics get married like Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane, but that's, that's a whole other uh, that's a whole other set of circumstances. But it, I imagine anybody to be with Robin, it must be so fucking hard on the head. Yeah. I think Florentine was at a really uh, bad place in his life. Yeah. He had lost his girlfriend to suicide. That's right. Um, he, I think he miss misread Robin because when he came into the studio that day where he kind of asked her out and then it was, it, it got more serious. Yeah. She appeared to be, sympathetic to um to what had happened in his life and i think he misread that and and misjudged and thought she was a a a normal empathetic person that's right and she was crazy and he learned that and you know well i mean i i don't think um i don't think for example that uh she would she meant to give him shit or meant to be abusive towards him or ever was or mistreated him i would say more it'd be more along the lines of just impossible in her own personality to deal with on a regular basis and he would see for him to have to go to some of these restaurants (laughs) what guy has one suit (laughs) like one suit jacket (laughs) like 400 rock concert (laughs) tour shirts (laughs) and just keep asking for pepper and never saying when Right. God, that that was one of my favorite bits. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, the best. Can you, can you get some more? <laughs> well, but that that's the thing though about a, an overt narcissist is it's all out there for you to see. They don't sure. see that there's anything wrong. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the narcissist in my life once said to me, "You know, I had 83 people in my life at one time, and now I don't have anyone, and I don't know why." And I actually said, "You really don't understand why." And they said, "No, they, and if they did don't, not and- know why." 
if they don't understand, there's no way you could tell them. Well, no. The only thing I said was if you called, you know, so-and-so and they didn't call you back, how many times would you keep calling before you just gave up? And they said, well, once I would never call again. I said, you never return anyone's calls. You do not respond to anyone. Mm-hmm. You, you go through your caller ID, you, you delete everything. How many times do you think people will keep reaching out to you? And they just, they didn't seem to get it. Do you remember Ron Zimmerman being on the show? I don't. Okay. Ron Jeremy. No, Ron Zimmerman was some <laughs> kind of producer slash writer. He worked on that show till death. He even starred in it for a bit. Like he had a bit part on it. Ron right. Zimmerman sat in, I believe, during the Get Jackie's Job uh, okay. timeline. And he apparently had some kind of email connection with Howard and that guy, that shithead in the hallway, the ex-baseball player who has gets all those interviews with people. Yeah, he just got Tracy. He could, just got Tracy recently. Yeah, I know. And I saw it and I go, oh, poor Tracy had to sit through this guy's uh, asinine. He was bullshit. clueless. I know. Yeah, yeah, we really didn't know. He was he, he was a fucking he was a fucking whackbacker. Um, he anyway, anyway, he, he talked about how. This is how Howard cut off basically uh, connection with him. He said, I would email him. How's Beth? How's how's life? How's, you know, what's going on? And uh, he said something like, well, I I heard your such and such interview with so-and-so and and you've, you know, you you know, therapy has really helped. And 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 apparently he he emailed back. We emailed back, said, I'm a work in progress, Ron. And that was it. Like 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 just a really quick response. Send it. Get rid of it. And then. Ron said, look, after all these emails and stuff, I the next time I emailed him, I said, Howard, you know, you could make life so much easier for yourself and, and be more evolved as a person if you just use these three words. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Ask about somebody else. That's, That's correct. correct. And he said, and you know what he did? He blocked me. Wow. And he, said, he said, I had four, four different ways of connecting him with him, and I was blocked every single way. Well, that's that is such a a classic uh, behavior. It's such a classic approach. It's Mm. it's shockingly. You've injured the narcissist. That's that's exactly right. And Mm. once you injure them, they they cut you out like you're dead to them. They they cannot possibly put themselves in a situation or position where they may be confronted with their behavior. They cannot they can't do it. They cannot explain it. They're mm-hmm. not going to explain it, and they'd they'd cut you off mm-hmm. and out. And, and in this case, the only way Ro- uh, Robin would cut off uh, contact with Howard is if she wasn't actually employed by him anymore. Well, yeah, and there's a difference in those behaviors from a covert and an overt. Yes. So Howard is co. Robin would outright say, you know, fuck you, get yeah. out of my life. You know, Howard yeah. would do these weenie behaviors by blocking and cutting and oh. being furtive and, and hiding. And, you know, because that's the NPD in my life was totally covert. Well, yeah. Look at look at how he treated D. Snyder. It wasn't ever a fuck. Oh, God, you. Was, yeah. Oh, you Never. got a job in Hartford and uh, you told me about it and you offered 10 percent of your salary. You got to do what you got to do. But fuck you. But not to your face. Never to your face. Well, what about the the uh, one of the only reasons why he. Um, so bon, the whole thing with Bon Jovi and Sam Kinison when they played that trick on Howard, yeah. that um, just to refresh everyone's memory, um, Bon Jovi was supposed to come into the studio, but it was a trick. Yeah. It was a joke from Sam Kinison, and, and he pulled the prank on Howard. And Howard did not like being uh, 
mocked or made fun of that, that you do not do that with a covert narcissist, someone like Robin, she loves it because it's attention. And so Howard went and he railed against Bon Jovi for years, four years and, and, and took great delight in Richie Sambora's issues and Mm -hmm. his marriage to Heather Locklear, Mm -hmm. as Howard would say. And um, Bon Jovi just did not, um, he wouldn't address it. He, he, and so in Howard's mind, he was not going to be confronted uh, by his actions. And so as long as you don't talk about it, everything is okay. And he inducted them into the rock and roll hall of fame. Mm-hmm. As long as nobody ever brought that horrible tantrum period up to him. Absolutely. I mean, the minute look at, you do, you're, yeah, you're, you're dead. You're dead. Absolutely. So like the Arsenio interview, I re- recently re-listened to the rescinding, the full Arsenio one, which I absolutely think is one of our best episodes. Uh, the full one, not the uh, the clipped one on YouTube, right. unfortunately. And Arsenio, he could so easily on his end have clips and play them to Howard and say, like, look, I wish you died. Of, I hope he dies of AIDS, all this, you know, the really yeah. horrific shit and play it and throw it in his face. And Howard would have no defense. But of course, Howard would cut him off from his, from his life and whatever. But if Arsenio really had balls and was really funny, I would have done it. If I were him, I would have done it because he also knew at the time he was just a stepping stone to try to get to Eddie Murphy, a really desperate stepping stone. But uh, he wasn't going to get Eddie's knife. Not if Eddie didn't want to come in, he's not coming in. No Arsenio is going to make him do Howard's show. Oh, absolutely. And the thing that that just is so odd about Howard is that he said these things on air. Yes. where People can record them and play them back to you Mm -hmm. at a later date. So. You know, his kids are off limits, but were Kathy Lee's kids off limits? Nope. Right. Every right. He he mocked everyone's kids if he Mm -hmm. didn't like the the adult. Um, But suddenly he has standards. So his girls are (laughs) off limits and this one's off limits. But uh, Gary's sons were kind of off limits. I sound like Gary, you know, um, personal life, professional life. Yeah. Um, But it's just like to do it so publicly where people can just play back recordings. The only, the only defense is I was out of my mind then. I mean, how do you argue with someone who said, you know what, listen, I was really psychologically damaged. Are you going to say, no, you weren't, no, you weren't suicidal. You know, we, we, we 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 heard our stomachs laughing when he goes, I was an angry young man. And I pointed out he was 34. <laughs> he wasn't 15 he, and angry in his room. He you counts know? on he counts on people to be as uh, much nicer than he is. He counts on them to be human about the whole thing and are not as vicious, not as narcissistic. But if he ever came across someone of his own ilk, they absolutely would throw it in his face. It, yeah, well, that's I mean, it's like two tigers. Mm-hmm. wrestling each other so that's why he's okay with robin who's a different type of narcissist but right if anyone has um if anyone's going to be honest like that um brad whatever his name was from oh the really um, tall guy oh um brad garrett yeah brad had brad just told it like it was and jay thomas did the same thing and suddenly <laughs> you know they're they're gone I love those two. Those well, yeah. The, Brad had, I think, two appearances, so he must have. He was been, great. He was, he was great fantastic. on that show. Yeah, and, and that one segment where he called out Artie for Artie, bullshitting. It was, and it was so uncomfortable because the cameras on Artie and Brad's like, "No, you're not going to do it, man. He, you, yeah. Look at you. You're an addict. Yeah. Come on." Well, yeah, it was and, riveting. And, and, and when it was because 
they they can hear the bullshit if they've done the the, the AA or or NA or whatever. They do know the tells. They know the signs. Yes, it's similar to what I said earlier, which is I can sniff out an NPD. I'm not one myself, but it's it's been in my life. Yeah, my whole life I can sniff it out, and I'm never going to tell them that they're an NPD. But I'm going to stay as far the fuck away as possible forever, sure. and not yeah. tell anybody why. Just you know what? I'm not dealing with them. No. Period. So, guys, we're sorry to diverge off that little topic, but uh, this topic, but it's fascinating because, again, it's it's and it's part of why I know you listen, because NPD is a fucking vicious, vicious circle. And when we get these two people going after each other, it's (laughs) uh, you just have to basically press play and let it go. Um, I've got another clip we're going to do later on, but it's about the uh, later psychological test where Robin, (laughs) it was stacked in Robin's. (laughs) against robin and she went after him said you're not normal (laughs) did you ever look after your kids he always had help (laughs) i i don't think i knew that he he allison wouldn't didn't trust him with the kids until robin mentioned it i don't think i ever registered that he was not allowed he was allowed to take one of them to karate on saturday mornings but he was not allowed to be alone with them and i bet you that was that was probably deborah or sorry, that was probably Emily and a long, long time ago, like when she was a oh yeah in, in elementary yeah. school, let's say. Yeah, it definitely wasn't definitely wasn't Ashley. No, it wasn't recent for the first right, for, right. for example. Yeah. So Jesus. let's continue. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Where is the uh, third name? The Chinese name. You're with the Chinese guy, right? <laughs> they got it there. All right. I'll, well, I don't want to forget it. Right. But anyway, Robin, listen to me. I love you, and I'm going to tell you. you. <laughs> and you even say to me, if I loved you, I would set you free and tell you things when I feel them. So I'm going to. Again. Look at me. You- <laughs> <laughs> if you had a drinking game where every every time she said again, yeah. you'd be drunk in record time. But, recognize that I have not had an issue with losing weight. I Is know. that true? And I am still yes, doing Yes, you do have exactly- an issue with losing weight. I do not. <laughs> yes, you do. What do you mean I do? <laughs> Because you had been on yo-yo dieting for years, as you admit. But in the last, what has happened to me in the last couple of years? I have found my solution. I have not regained any weight. You could. And I am continuing to lose weight. You could regain weight still. Everybody could regain weight. I have to. I have to get that clip of Gary when he, she's giving him I shit. Can't wait goes, to hear God, it. I can't wait till you get fat again. <laughs> <laughs> but how, I don't know how she can possibly say she. She never had an issue losing weight, but what is, what's the solution? I found this, the, what, the solution to what, if she, if she never had an issue losing mm-hmm. weight, what was the solution? The solution. Right, right. Exactly. You're, right, admitting, right? You're, you're admitting you had a problem when you say right. there's a solution. But, you're saying but you there don't was have a the problem. <laughs> right. It's so fucking mental. Yeah. Wait, if they go back to their old habits. Listen to me. Please listen to me. Oh, God. I hate it when he lectures. Remove the beads. Now, <laughs> trust me on this. The, <laughs> the beads, beads are not there for that, for me. I was checking them out to see what other people were talking about. Can I just tell you something? What? Well, so what, if by wearing them, what was she going to do? She going to she feel was, radio waves? Or? <laughs> she was checking out to see what other people were saying about them. I, like, who does that kind of stuff? You know, I I um I put the shotgun in my mouth and pulled the trigger because people said it's a pretty extreme experience. I well, mean, it it's like Trent Reznor. I hurt yeah. myself today to see if I could still feel. Right, That's right. that is the the thought process. Yeah, 
the 14 the 15 year old fucking goth poetry that <laughs> Trent thought was so that Trent thought was so fucking black, meaningful back black then. fingernail polish yeah sure right before right before yeah. they get rid of it and start listening to neil young Fuck these please. people we're putting the beads yes you don't need to check them out i'm telling you there's something there's, it makes no sense fine you lost weight because you did you reduced calories you I worked did exactly out exactly that yes. that's right you see and those, i'm still doing that those beads. So what are you? Uh, I have not put on the beads and stopped all other things. The beads that have I was to go. Doing. The beads have to go, Robin. Release yourself from the beads. All right, the beads are gone. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Those beads could be leaking into your brain. <laughs> now he didn't care about that. He just had to win that particular of argument. Course. He of course, he doesn't care about her. He doesn't no. care about anything except do what I tell you to do. I know better. I'm smarter than you. I but okay. So my, my guess the guess the question is: Is she? He's a seventy nine. When we hear clips like this, we we often say that she's an eighty. But can we say that she must be a seventy eight? I mean, it varies from time to time. It do, it it does vary. It 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 varies based. You know, Howard's the same mood, which is a cranky, angry, unhappy. Yeah. You know, miser. Yeah. Robin's moody. So I think it depends on how she's feeling that minute in that in that booth at that time. <laughs> Howard's a lukewarm, half filled, dirty bath and <laughs> at all times. Like it's like he's, his fuel tanks always on the midsection, like the middle part or, you know, on closer to E. And then Robin's always either completely she's like a mess at, at all times, like the needles going everywhere or um you know like when the when this kind of stuff happens when it's about the 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 health i think she's at like a, on a precipice she's always about to go to friendlies right. and fucking clean out the yeah. freezer uh but she's always like a step away from succumbing to her addiction and uh, to give her full credit guys i'm not going to go and say like she didn't lose the weight she did and i'm certain she did a lot of and this if she for the running of the marathon which deborah and i have been discussing how did she qualify for the new york marathon because it was not actually um something that you can do willy-nilly we're, we're still trying to work that out and i'm getting in touch with the uh, i've gotten in touch with the new york uh, marathon committee to ask them about past events and what would have required qualification in that case. And I've seen it's on the website, but not retroactively. You know, like they update it and they, the old records, there's no way of knowing what charities were acceptable in 2010. Um, what, uh, like, was there a celeb allowance for that particular thing? And she, I can't even imagine what it's like to live like that. Always um, a step away from just collapsing. Total collapse, hysteria. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you're talking about weight loss. Mm -hmm. You know, Robin was not this, you know, wildly obese person. No. You know, so I don't even give her credit for that because if I had somebody cooking my meals and staying with me, <laughs> like Helicopter Bob and Artie, um, of course, you're going to lose weight if you if you have the resources that she had. So yeah. I, I'm not it's I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. We all have the same amount of weight that we we've been trying to lose for in our lifetime. But yeah, it's I, I'm not giving it's not something to be that she should be given credit for. Well, She's acting like it should be. It's just. Well, I, I think I think because the problem, the problem has always been she wants to be recognized for the weight loss like Oprah. 
She, yeah, right. She, Without admitting she, that she had a weight problem or a right. problem losing weight, which right. Oprah it, did admit to. Right. And she, she it's funny. The one thing that she and Howard have in common, absolutely, is that jealous, jealous streak. Oh, yeah. Is concerned. But absolutely. she's a black woman. Oprah's a black woman. And people will call in and say, how do you know that Robin wouldn't have ended up becoming an Oprah? Well, we know because she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. She had yeah. many opportunities to showcase if she had any talent other than just laughing at how oh, yeah. st stupid comments and she has no other talent. No. If you, there's, there's a clip I'm dying to find again. It's off YouTube because the channel got shut down or I don't know, lost in the shuffle. She interviewed, was interviewed by Bill Boggs in like mid eighties. So 84, possibly it's a very dark video. Like it's grainy, you know, old VHS or something. Right. And she is just, a bundle of nerves, laughing, doing all the laughing every time there's a question, and she's never been more unlikable or psychotic. In a video. <laughs> Bill Fox was a huge, yeah, he yeah. was a big staple on New York TV, yeah, uh, in the seventies and eighties. Oh yeah, and he was he was one of the first interviews Wig did after getting fired from uh, NBC. Ooh. And of course, he's wearing like lav. He looks <laughs> Howard looks like he's Spumoni uh, going into, uh, you know, be interviewed and tries to, you know, make out with Bill in, in the thing as as per usual. Um, but uh, and he was a big proponent of he was he was a strong supporter of Stern and anything Stern related back in the day. Well, um, yeah, those those uh, TV hosts and talk show hosts and even the newscasters on the on the New York uh news stations, uh -huh. they, they all had an opinion. They either liked him or they didn't because uh, the, the smart ones said, Oh, I love him. Right. I don't really think the people who said they liked him really liked him. They just didn't want to get on his, their, his bad side. Most likely. Yeah. They're little plastic balls. Where are they leaking to? I remember when you ate the French fries in France, it might've been due to those beads. I didn't was wearing beads then in that case. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. I know you're on a journey. I know you're searching for a lot of things in life. I'm not searching for anything but what I I'm know. wondering what people are doing. I wasn't wearing <laughs> the music. Comes I love that. That's the best. <laughs> I have to isolate that and you be able to use it. Jesus. My magic bead, you lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, That's my best you quote know what? <laughs> You know what? If anybody in this room thinks I'm the craziest one here, Go ahead. you're all crazy. <laughs> no one thinks you're the craziest. No, no, no one thinks you're so, crazy. There. We're all in bad shape in this room. <laughs> I'm just claiming my rightful place. How was your boyfriend's art show last night? Uh, oh. <laughs> so this leads me, this, by the way, this leads me to what we talked about earlier, which is we, other than ice cream, What's Robin's food weakness? I mean, they got on Artie about the vending machines, you know, mm. Artie and the, the song parodies. Artie likes pancakes. Yeah. Um, we know everybody else. We know uh, Gary's weaknesses. Robin still has not copped to uh, eating fast food, um, eating candy, eating uh, nothing. I couldn't tell you what that woman likes. You're right. And uh, any more than you could tell what Howard eats, except when he says, you know, you know, eggplant parm with sauce on the side. The, uh, the only thing almonds. that I right, but the only but we did know that that he would like covet uh, Artie's ice cream concoctions and that frozen oh, yeah. Snickers and that kind of shit. Beats but Robin, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but Robin is just the, how do you? I just I find it interesting that she is or isn't dealing with a weight issue and still will not cop to 
what her weaknesses are or her weaknesses. Yeah, well, they, they, she in her book. Okay, so it's ice cream is the the big the big culprit, and I imagine that it's it is strictly that. I mean, she. It can, I mean, but it, it, not, it's, I, I'm I, sure it's other things too. I'm sure it's fast be. foods it like fried chicken. Be. <laughs> no, no, no stereotypes intended, guys. But I mean, people who get like that love greasy shit. So burgers, yeah, not even burgers. Just, yeah, it can't pasta. just be ice cream. I, I, I mean, my neighbor is, eats a gallon of vanilla ice cream every night. What's what's I, your neighbor's what's your neighbor's dimensions? <laughs> he's well, he's a very tall guy, but I mean, he he runs. He runs like you know five to 10 miles every day and he bikes. Um, but it, I can't believe that Robin is eating such massive quantities of ice cream that would blow her up the way she looked. It just, it just doesn't, it if just it was, doesn't seem possible. If it was a gallon or two gallons of ice cream a day in a sedentary lifestyle, you could guarantee that that's exactly what. But that's, half that's the time she was getting trained and stuff. Well, at this point, no, she's probably not hitting the ice cream, although I'm sure she's walking by those stores and like be having to be dragged from getting just, pulled in there. <laughs> anyway, just, hold on. Hold on for a sec. I got to okay. um, let's we got to change uh, clips here. So okay. not clips. I got to stop this one. So. Uh, stop. Recording. <laughs> See, this is there you go. all that. All that Skype spoils you. OK, five, yeah, four, yeah. three, two, one. Oh no, the thing's not going again. Eleven sixteen. Hold on, let me get back here. Can I just tell you something? What? These people are searching for a lot of. Here. Go ahead. It was wonderful. Robin brings a guy in here the other day. Anything okay. but what? I uh, know. What? This room, this room here. Go ahead. You're all crazy. <laughs> no one thinks you're the craziest. No. No. <laughs> no one thinks you're so, crazy. There. We're all in bad shape in this room. <laughs> I'm just claiming my rightful place. How was your boyfriend's art show last night? Uh, Brendan's art show was wonderful. Okay, hold on. Let me talk that in. Jesus Christ. I, 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 don't re I don't realize that I've forgotten to uh, put this in the 15 Foundation, but I don't think it's that uh, it's that severe because she really – that's early on in the beginning, uh, so it's not a big deal. Uh, hold on. Five, four, three – oh, by the way, did you – you haven't had a chance to listen to it because we're going through – the latest uh, 15 Foundation is the, the penultimate chapter, and this is the one where she tells Jason I to fuck off. I said, fuck off, Jason. I love that. I 15 foundation is you could do that every month. I know it's, you're, it's, I know you're, you're going to be wrapping it up, but it's, it's, it's the greatest. I think that one is going to be one of those things like North and South people revisit it every so often, you know, did I, yeah. you know, did yeah. I remember it the same way? Was it that good? So funny. And right. I know there's, and there's one girl in the group, her name's Amy Compton. I got to remember to knock this out, edit this out. She's like this apologist for Beth and, and uh, any women basically. And I want to tell her, grow up, grow a set. Pardon the expression, because she's trying to defend Robin and Beth as being like, you know, these mm, no the victims in the whole thing. I'm like, Beth doesn't deserve, deserve any defense. She married this fucking asshole knowing what the gig was. And she did normally if she hadn't been pushed on us so much, then, you know, maybe people would have more sympathy. And Robin certainly has no defense. Robin has no defense. And, you know, there's something that Beth can do that she won't, which mm -hmm. is walk away, yes. leave. 
So you know that her love of money is overpowering any other feeling. So why should we feel badly for someone who's making the choice to stay? No, they want they want that that lifestyle. I, I'd rather kill myself, but you she, know. she'd rather die <clears throat> worth being married to someone of value. She's dying now, though. Yes, she is. With the lack of eating and the you know. It's it's really it, it's getting to the point where it's disturbing. Like it's already disturbing. Like some of that that the the thinness, and they yeah. do say anorexics crave sweets, so it makes perfect sense. What what is it about an anorexic that would crave sweets? I know like former drinkers, alcoholics crave it, but uh, well, let me just find the link. Hold on for a second. Um, uh, okay. Sugar is an important source of energy for the body. Da, 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 da. This is important for brain function and meeting requirements helps to prevent protein from being, being used for energy. This okay. is particularly important. Patients with anorexia and nervosa who often need to build up their muscle mass after a period of starvation. Jesus Christ. So it's a brain thing. Uh, wow. So, okay. So, yeah, I guess I wow. guess. I guess because sugar is the quickest point between right. starvation and, you know, nutrients. And I, I, I don't know, but um, she's clearly, mm. oh, look, look, the gummy bears, the fucking, you know, sh- lucky charms, which is nothing yeah, but I heard marshmallows. About the yeah. Oh, God, that stuff is so, and it's not even good. It's not even marshmallow. It's fake marshmallow. Oh. So you're having something that's fake that made from something fake. <laughs> back in the day, you know? lucky, lucky charms was seven or eight of you know, different shapes. hearts, hearts, moon, stars, clovers. clovers yeah. And, eventually, and the marshmallows. But, but then they started adding more to like purple horseshoes, green, unicorns, oh. you know, whatever. And then at the, <laughs> right. by the end, you know, that so many years later, it's all the actual cereal is gone and it's just marshmallows. Oh God. It's like dried marshmallow that turns the milk a different, like a green color. It's oh, so vile. God. It's vile. So yeah. vile. Yeah. yeah. Robin brings the guy in here the other day. <laughs> here you I'm go. I'm sitting here doing my show. They say to me, listen, so a friend of Robin's is going to sit here. Yeah. He acts like that's unusual. And watch the show. No, it's not unusual. You've done that before. But a very young, handsome man walked in. Mm-hmm. I had him on the air. You heard it a couple of days ago. And uh, I, I could He had see, a lovely time. Thank you. I, I, Robin was giddy. I looked over. <laughs> I You're when, by by the way, guys, I apologize for not being able to put this in the 15 Foundation. I completely forgot that he mentioned him uh, in at this point in the development. But then this is way early on in 15 Foundation lore. So that's like part one. It should have been part of part one, but uh, it wasn't, unfortunately. So my bad. Maybe I'll add it to the next episode just to uh, just for com- for the sake of completion. Well... <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you swore to me you didn't have sex with him, and I believe you. I know you're not a liar. That's right. But the question is, are you trying to have sex with him? And that's what I want to know. No. I'm not trying to have anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you buy it? <laughs> no. So she's very big into semantics. So yeah. he said, I know you wouldn't lie to me. Did you have sex with them? No, she probably didn't at that time. Of course. And she's they're not trying to have sex because they are having sex. So that that's how she parses words. So do you think Brendan actually nailed Robin? Oh, of course. Really? Because I, I oh, think he's stronger uh, along for the, 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 the promise of it. You know, we're a lot like you. We'll only wait so long. <laughs> 
<laughs> apparently according to you know what she seems like on the show she can wait years for uh before y- yes yes that's true when she's not involved with someone but here's a much younger good-looking guy who is showering her with interest and attention right <clears throat> and there's just no way that she's not going to you know well sink her claws into him on some <laughs> yeah. level yeah but there's always the deli section yeah, right. She could use the, the, the meat and vegetables, the salami and the, exactly. and the, and the pepperoni. Look, just, yeah, the prosciutto. <laughs> no, you I know said. what? I, I, yeah. Oh, okay, go I, ahead. I, I, might, I might take it back then and say that, I, you know, there's only so long that you'll wait for the promise of, of sex. Yeah, I agree. Um, but then what other hold did he have on her? If not think, like a young guy, you know, giving it to I her think, good. I think it was literally, okay, a combination of younger to her good looking and i guess he wasn't bad looking by any stretch but he certainly yeah he was uh, okay he I wasn't ugly he was, put it that way well, he wasn't an someone, ugly man for someone who was let's say okay night uh, 2010 how old would she have been 50 mid 50s anyway right yeah so 55 56 who knows maybe even 58 um and you know this trying to hype this new body of hers you know and thinking yeah, she's right. thinking she's 30 years younger 20 years younger right. thinking she's <laughs> hot Having the wrap-up show ask whether or not she could do Playboy, uh, which is you would, know, would she I, consider it? That was what was got me as if she had the choice, as if it was up to her. If Playboy was <laughs> Agricultural Digest, yeah, um, and they were showing the latest fucking bovine, you know, cows. It's I don't know that, and I don't necrophilia so insult. Yeah, I don't even know that I mean to be so insulting, but uh, she just basically. No, it's, it's had her hoop. Go- it's her arrogance to even yeah. think that she she would put forth that she's deciding whether she would do Playboy. Not that Playboy would never fucking consider her. Yeah, it's just it's the opposite. It's her arrogance and her right. hubris to to make those assumptions that people want to see. Well, I she's, think with, she's an ugly person. It's not physical. She's an ugly no, person. It's, it's, you know? it's strictly inside. Yes, absolutely. And, and so <clears throat> with, with Brendan, I'm certain it was more along the lines of, look, let's do this together. Uh, this will build your brand. I'm sure he appealed more to her sense of how it's going to help her professionally by getting all these contacts, you know, uh, you know, eventually you'll be able to do your own show. And he, he strung her along. And I'm certain he said, look, I'll be able to get my art. I'll use this for a springboard for my art and you can use it as a springboard to get off of fucking Howard. Yeah. I, pr- I bet I have a feeling that he, you're right. And that he probably positioned it as a, uh, you know, Carol King, Jerry Goffin or Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo, you know, yeah. I'll do the words, you do the lyrics, that kind of shit. And also a very big uh, dose of grift because he sniffed oh, yeah. out her, her need to be needed and to be, um, told this guy there's there's no limit to what i can do for you and what we can yeah. do together bullshit she was coco in fame it's <laughs> <laughs> the best scene yeah robin wanted off, well you're convinced it's a romantic thing yeah. why is that you're just like uh, i have a feeling about this trust me i know her <laughs> I've been around what they call the Robin Quivers phenomenon for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the force that is robin oh, quivers believe me i know this woman 
You don't work with somebody all these years and not pick up on a few vibes. Well, Artie could work with you forever and never notice a thing. Well, Artie's in his own. Artie's in a stupor. Oh, I think he knows full well what he's oh, doing. He, Artie's no dummy. He Artie just keeps quiet because he knows opening his mouth would just be terrible for him. And it's funny, Sarah Washington just sent me a clip of the Opie interview with Artie from 2016, asking mm-hmm. if we wouldn't be interested in going through it. And I'm like, I'm of two minds because. It, it's not, I hate Opie, first of all. I, I just fucking hate him. And second of all, it's already in the, whatever, the, the late, the more later drug phase, clearly okay. still like halfway yeah. using his hair is disheveled, all this stuff. And then he's still doing the whole like, um, tightrope thing like oh he's the genius oh he's you know, but, you know this is sucks you know what the what he's doing to these people that used to work for him basically talk about the howard tv people and i don't know that there's enough there to go through but he I, one thing that always bothered me about Artie was he was unwilling after the fact to be brutally honest and keep to it he always had to apologize for the outburst he'd made the week before about howard at that point well yeah i mean it, it when he was post show he was uh remember he tweeted out that he was going to give howard's phone number out to the public sure like he was really that was that was kind of dangerous to do sure so he was he was you know it was like uh right oh, apologizing for what he did or said last week and this yep. week howard's an okay guy next week he yeah. sucks the week after he gave me my break you know he's already has got enough troubles uh he, he shouldn't wade into the whole howard shit no, and if he's going you to know. give the definitive interview about his time at Howard, he should do it and then leave it alone and never talk about it again. True. The only thing with that, though, is that <clears throat> I wouldn't know to believe him because Artie's yeah. books were lies. His his the one book was a you know refutation of the previous book. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I, know, I so how do you? I didn't. I didn't bother with the third because it's all about gambling. Um, but and I wasn't going to fall for another already. Yeah, no, already no. You know, so would you believe it? You know, I mean, certain aspects, but that's but that's only because I know so much about the timeline, and I know we, I know what we've gone through, and I know the other clips we played to kind of break down Howard's actual personality, as opposed to the personality already had built up in his head, which was not unlike that of most fans. I, I believe, you know, I believe, right? He, but uh, he put him on a pedestal, but he did he listen? And he listened intently, but did he actually retain what we do? I don't think Artie can do that now because I don't think he's even over his father's death. And he yeah. viewed his power as that father figure. And until he comes to terms with his father's death and whether mm-hmm. he was supposed to be there or not or whatever, yeah. the he, he, he can't separate Howard from that fantasy and, and reality gone bad. Maybe, but that, but at the same time, he knows that that whole time, the the some of the blame has to be laid at the show's feet because they totally abused him. Uh, by right, but it, having, but but a drug, you know, yeah, but a drug addict is used to being abused. They abuse themselves. They abuse he would themselves. not. Yeah, right. So why would they can't handle when people are good to them or nice to them? That's why they I, find themselves in those positions with. with you know, yeah, I think he's conflict. I think he's extremely conflicted. Is the Agreed. problem, and he has yeah. to kind of resolve that before anything can any progress can be made. That's uh, true. But in any case, Sarah, I've been we've been I've been listening with a half an ear to some of his more recent episodes of the 
halfway house or whatever it's called. And he's just, he's on some kind of meds. He's on some kind of antidepressants. He doesn't have his fastball. He's not doing any show prep. He's only basing it on like, he seems to think he can just go in and wing it with people. And he can't, right. like he never could. He, he could back in the day when he was still up on things, but he's been out of the loop for so long and his memory might even be kind of faulty. Sure. Because of, oh, yeah. You know, whatever else. So he's he's banking on the guest to be interesting enough for people to subscribe. And as much as I love him, I haven't heard enough yet to to pay money for his show. Well, and a guest will talk and be interesting when they feel that the that the show's host is encouraging that and wants them to talk in more long form. Yeah. About. I, I've not listened, so I can't, you know, comment. I just have a feeling Artie's not doing that. He's not creating that environment for his guests. Well, the other thing is, of course, if, for example, he had Joey Diaz on as, as a guest, who I love Uncle Joey, but um, he had him on as if he'd never met him before. And he was on the Nick and Artie show post Nick and had a, two segments, a video segment, and it's on YouTube. Go look at it. And it makes me kind of furious that... You're like Howard now at this point. Every time right. Norm comes in, it's about gambling. Every time Spade comes in, it's about Farley. Every time, so you're you're re meeting these people for the first time every time. It's pathetic. You know, have some retention. You have to. So again, if he if he just had someone to help him with that, uh, if that's what he needs, it would, it would be actually a good show. I don't think I think it's the drugs and the alcohol. I I went to a high school to a reunion sure. uh, a couple of years ago, and I was talking to this guy who was a huge uh huge pot smoker oh god yeah good looking guy named jeff and i said oh remember this remember that he had no memory of anything and he said to me yeah i smoked a lot of pot in high school oh he had no memory so i don't i don't i think that's what Artie's up against is he doesn't really remember yeah if he met the person or not it's like when i met ralph ralph thought that he had met me before i'm like i didn't don't worry you don't know me i'm just saying hi (laughs) Like we weren't a one night stand or anything. So relax, pal. Check out this test. Yeah. yeah relax, buddy. How am I getting hit with some shit? I just hope Artie's pants weren't around his ankles when he was high. Could have been. You never know. Right. Hey, what the fuck are you say? <laughs> I mean, Robin was there plugging. Were a couple of Robin was plugging this Brendan's company at the end of the show yesterday, giving out his clothing line to the staff. Don't ask what was going on. Something is, you're very much behind this guy. Oh, my God. He's, you're, He's very talented. You you are mentoring him, or he is your, you are his muse, or something <laughs> is going on. And you're very closed about it. That's fine. That's your business. But yeah. I know. It's clear she was trying it from the onset to try to get in his fucking pants. I mean, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Well, what's interesting is later on, Howard did not use his name, right? When, when, when That's right. the whole thing, came, he's like, did what happened? Think. Did I think yeah. it happened? You know, and yeah. they were very cagey and vague about, you know, I told you that person wasn't good and I knew yes. that they were going. So it's just interesting to hear them talking about Brendan and how talented he is and hawking his shitty clothing because yep. they don't even mention him by name after this. No, and I'm sure well, he has. Except when he came in the studio and he had that really uncomfortable exchange with Howard. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> That was so brutal. I mean, it was good, but brutal. Good. Brutal. Yeah, it was hard yeah. to hear. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, I and haven't promoted other me. people here. Well, yes, you have. But this one you're smitten with, I think. That's my that's my opinion. I can have my opinion. Uh, you've got you've got nothing but. And let me tell you something. I want you to find love. Mm. I want 
love in your life. Well, thank you. That's that's the, about the nicest thing you've ever said. To yeah, I, listen, I know you're searching. You're searching for diet. You're searching for love. I'm not searching. I'm searching for ice cream. I'm living. You are searching. Is living? No, you're looking. You're you're looking. But living is what? What are you doing when you're alive? I don't, wouldn't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure alive. that out myself. <laughs> I know I'm getting up at 4 in the morning and barely alive. I have alive. to be We're searching alive. when I'm doing just what everybody else is doing. Everybody else, if they don't have a partner, is looking for a partner. Everybody else is looking for the things that they will enjoy and have fun doing. But your but search I'm is the best. Ser- she would enjoy She would have fun doing, Brandon, that's for sure. <laughs> or vice versa. Check. Yours is the best. I'm not just living. Your living is the best. <laughs> I could watch your living all day and night. I know. I'm a constant amusement to you. Listen, I like that you're searching. I like that you're looking at the I'm thing. alive. I mean, I'm alive. Oh I mean, today, as we speak, there are magic beads behind your ears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the greatest. Mexican jumping beads. You think I don't like that? And thank God we have a news department who found out about this. No, that <laughs> They're playing You Light Up My Life by Debbie Boone in the background. Wasn't that <laughs> the so song funny. of the year? Wasn't that, didn't it get the yes, Grammy? Yes, in like 1977. 1977. Yes, Grammy, song of oh. the year. And then she never had another hit again. I think she went like religious or something. But that's, you know, Howard is so dispassionate when he's like, that's what I want for you. Oh, I want you to be happy. He is, <laughs> again, so fucking detached. He could it's, not be less convincing. Exactly. Right. And she's just on autopilot too, saying that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me i want to live it's like a bad lifetime movie this dialogue and imagine imagine someone in their late 50s finding out they have a passion for something (laughs) they've spent i don't know like decades doing these like dilettante as as a horse rider or you know like because i i understand people have fads they have hobbies i bought a guitar i don't know four years ago i think i've learned three chords and i haven't picked it up in probably months just because i've not been inspired but i it wasn't i didn't put a lot of money into it so i don't give a fuck uh and the other thing is literally time i do not have i'm not a good um multitasker so i'm not going to be learning chords and playing clips or editing clips for the show it's kind of self-defeating right but but robin's um running from one hobby to the other just shows that she's she is searching for something i don't think she has any idea what it is right i think she wonders why she can't have a you know stable relationships and things but i mean at that point she had what 20 some odd years of car racing and boats and and running and uh horses green and green drinks <laughs> which and, and is coven <laughs> the coven you know, they were all gathering together speaking yeah. in tongues i mean yeah. it, she oh god it's just so i guess i guess the psychological question really <clears throat> i, I want to ask you is this and we were both qualified you know being you know <laughs> having graduated from adelphi um the <laughs> the if, do you think she's looking for some kind of connection like to be part of some greater whole i don't believe howard i think you agree with agree with me howard is happy being he's not happy but he's convinced like i have to be in this hole there's no there's there's no saving me is what he's what he's thinking he doesn't want to be saved you know we've we've talked about that in earlier podcasts he doesn't want to change he had many opportunities and he's happy being miserable when you're miserable (laughs) that's a very comfortable state to be in mentally i think robin had more i do think she had more of a of a joy for life but Mm -hmm. her 
emotional issues are so rampant and they're, right. they're just obstacles in front of her every step of the way. She doesn't know why she just can't connect. And she cannot, like you said, she does want to be part of something. I mean, even like when I bought a, a house, I was part of, I was a homeowner. It didn't yeah. matter what I was or, or what I wasn't. I belonged to a very large group of people. And I felt like I belonged. I, Robin cannot find her place. I think she's that- probably still searching. I'd I'd say she's given up now. Like I mean, I mean, given up on everything, pretty much. Um, certainly given up on the news. But the 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 takeaway from me is that she. I don't know that more therapy would have changed her because as Bob D has already said, Chicago Bob, Bobby Chicago. You don't change narcissists. They can cannot. You cannot change their behavior, personality issues. Um, the whatever it's called. Um, border if they're borderline personality disorder yeah no it you, it you can't you, you cannot can only, you can only manage them i don't know that she i think there was a time when she was trying to manage it but not while she was in and once she was in therapy but she only did a year and a half of therapy i think it would have helped her more to be continuously at least for a while like longer than she did to be in some kind of uh relationship with therapist um something goal oriented to give her some yeah, kind be, of level ground instead of just because, making friends with a retired psychologist and getting, getting <laughs> she, free lessons. She left the, she left her practice, but they became friends instead. Right. right. Well, I think, I mean, for the, for the ease of, of diagnosing, we've called Robin a, an overt narcissist. And I think she's got those tendencies, but I don't think she's classified the way Howard is classified as a, as a narcissist. So I watched no that way. Dr. Romney a lot on YouTube. I yeah. think Robin has other psychological um, ailments that include narcissism as, as a, uh, a symptom. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I mean, Howard is a true narcissist, but Robin's got other issues and that's why uh, Robin had been searching, whereas Howard was perfectly fine with, being in the basement, staring at his fish at 35 years old, you know? Yeah, that's, that's healthy. That's <laughs> very healthy. Most people just calling in. Oh, was it? Well, stupid news department didn't know. No, they didn't know a darn thing. <laughs> Some news department. <laughs> well, they knew Shuley changed his name to Shuley Agar. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, I, listen, good for you with your beads. You want to keep them in, but keep them in. But I'm just telling you, at least I'm saying something. All right. Oh. Now he says something, but I don't need any help. I'll take the heat off Robin here. Not that I ever needed any help. I was always searching. The, the fat-burning beads, though, are banned in England. They they, they said enough. What, just because they think it's a con? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly just what they think. Because they just think because of that. I mean, it's not, doing anything, uh, it's not doing anything physical. I'm going to let this play through, guys. Please do. It's well, just a con. People, people were complaining that uh, somehow they weren't looking not from their beads. As they were eating their fifth chocolate cake. Right. Well, the, again, to say that you are going to lose weight by rolling some beads behind your ears is ridiculous. Right. But well, you still did I'm... it. Well, and I'm thinking about this now. So Robin said earlier that she she didn't have a problem with weight or losing yeah. weight, which we punched that. And I remember when they were on NBC uh, Robin was living in Queens, a borough of New York City, and they would take the subway to work and they'd stop off at Roy Rogers because they did the afternoon show. That's right. And so Robin was like overweight back then, too. Oh, they yeah. would stop at Roy Rogers. They'd have burgers and the, no, Roy Rogers had roast beef and, and the fried smoked. chicken and they smoked. Oh, my God. They both smoked. So she's acting like, you know, 
I discovered this and the beads and the magnets are fine, but they, they had weight issues, you know, 25, 30 years earlier. Sorry. Can you, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They, they had weight issues 25, 30 years prior eating all that fast food shit and and commuting, you know, on the subway at NBC. So what the fuck is she talking about? And back then, I mean, guys, I'm not going to give them shit. Everybody smoked back then. And yeah. A lot of, and, you know, it, but a lot of it is some, for, for women specifically at the time, appetite suppressant. Completely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I never smoked, um, so I didn't suppress my appetite. But I mean, that's what all the girls I knew did. They smoked and they drank tab. Tons. And I mean, like, really, when I say that they would they would be eating cigarettes, some of these women I grew up with, uh, I'm not even joking to the point where, you know, I would they I wouldn't even I would I didn't smoke until I was in university. Uh, I just thought it was, you know, what high stupid high schoolers did to look cool. And then I decided, no, I'll, I'll try to look cool when I'm <laughs> as an undergrad uh, and look all sophisticated. But even then, I was like a, a social smoker with drinks and stuff. I wasn't it wasn't I didn't crave it ever. Yeah, they were smoking like fucking chimneys in like between. Yeah, yeah, in between eating fast food. Yeah, <laughs> Howard. Howard must have been in hog heaven. There was no uh, ketchup on the side, <laughs> or if there was, he, he used all of it. Trying to tell you. Now uh, enough of Robin. Going to let her off uh, for a few minutes. Oh, who do we move to now? Let's move to. I'll give you a blockbuster. Hmm. One time in a blackout. Papa John Phillips fucked me. And if you're going to keep saying Brendan's name, people might as well know he's Brendan Murphy. Oh, God. (laughs) Go look him up on the Internet. See his artwork. All right. What do you paint? Yes, he's a painter. Right. All right. Painter. He so hates when when there are free plugs. God. Oh, yeah. Well, people who paid for them or got reimbursed through their plugs, he didn't even want to give them, you know, with Jackie. Well, that was it. I mean, and Reverend Bob. And you guys all have to remember that on like live reads or what, you know, with the real bread and butter of his, his, um, his big years, his earning years, he did live reads for big, big bucks. Like the corporation would get so much money, but he would get some of those ads were his own, like him and Buckwald would split that. The company had nothing, no say over it. I, I, I first drank Snapple because Howard talked about Snapple (laughs) and that it was, it was a color artificially no artificial colors so right. it was clear at the at, when it so first it came out <laughs> yeah right I thought, made, made oh. with real fruit juice <laughs> oh made with real sugar that's great that sugar is white but i, I drank um, that shit because he hawked it that was awful i remembered at the as a kid thinking this is like fucking tang colorless tang it's awful it terrible uh, of course uh, but uh and i remember back in the day stuff like that was um uh, I mean, Snapple was such a big sponsor. The brother T Touch. There are so many. Oh, like, you know, sure. Old sponsors by the wayside. Right now, if you put a bottle of Snapple in front of him, he'd probably have a nervous breakdown. You know, uh, this reminds me. Uh, I had a job interview at at the Brother Corporation several years ago. Okay. Having had no idea what they what they now make. Yeah. Um, they asked me if I knew about the company. Of course, I was stupid enough to say, "Oh, yeah, the brother P Touch." You know, Howard used to hawk. I, of course, didn't get the job, um, but they were not uh, happy that I remembered them for that <laughs> at all. No yeah, wonder. I know. I think, But what they do make, uh, by the way, they make the um, the stickers on prescription bottles. Oh, really? brother makes that now. Yeah, at least in the U.S. But yeah, they, they did not like that. I knew them from from that association. So 
Well, something it must have gone something must have gone awry in the interim because <laughs> brother brother was famous, as far as I know, for making keyboards, like computer components, that kind of stuff. Oh, you see, I didn't. I only knew brother from Howard. That's how insulated I was. Okay, yeah, no. But you're I, right. They they do that. They still do that. But yeah. they do all sorts of things. But um, yeah, somebody. Somebody didn't like that answer that I gave. <laughs> oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> uh, let, let's go to uh, Yucko the Clown who wants to weigh in. Okay, Yucko, you're up. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, I'm glad she got rid of the beads. Here's an idea. She didn't get rid of the beads. Oh, well, tell her to get a matching plate, put a plate in her lips so she can see how much food she's eating. <laughs> you crazy bitch! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yucko has it in few lately. He does? I don't think so. I mean, that's the first time he's mentioned me in a long time in all of his fights. He's been fighting with Gary. Count your blessings, Robert. Thank you so much. <laughs> Maybe I'm confusing you with Gary. Naomi, you're on the air. Hi, good morning. Um, I was on this diet also, Robin. You're with not the beads? The, it's not beads. They're little magnet balls. <laughs> magnet balls. <laughs> you, you were right yesterday. They are metal. They're not plastic. Those are metal. Right. Um. I don't think you should keep metal that close to the back of your head. It's, it's magnets. It's not even magnets. 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 Even worse. Magnet balls. That Robin, that's why I'm stepping in. No, no, I, I, listen, I have no right. Magnet balls. Robin could do whatever she wants. When I hear magnet balls. <laughs> well, why are you that taking her word for what's behind mine? Because oh, I've done please. It so many here, so many times. That's my go-to diet when I want to lose real quick but gain it back 50 times more after whatever party's over. And that's what no. you're going to I'm not, I'm not 100%, but I'm fairly certain that this is the same woman who years later gave him shit on the wrap-up show about Imus and giving sh Imus shit for Deirdre and charities and stuff, and then got on the air the following day as the same, you know, as the same person. And he had to, he had to dump the call because she was, he, she, she knocked him for goes, she says, she goes, uh, Oh, I know you heard what I said on the rapper. So he goes, how would I hear? He goes, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Whatever. Really? And he, he started stuttering and stammering. Goes, I, I, I got to get rid of you. I, I, I can't deal with, uh, but, 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 you know, so clearly she nailed him completely. Yeah. The stammer gives it away when yep. he doesn't, when he's hit with something as a true narcissist, uh, when you're hit with something and you're not prepared for it, you have to yep. cut them out. Yep. So you're on a plan. I am not doing that diet. I don't do that diet. I eat the exact same way I always have. This is an intervention going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but you said you're researching what other people are doing. Listen, Robin. Right. I wanted to see what the beads would do. I would never it's keep... the starvation diet part that is making them lose the weight, not the beads. The beads well, I'm not doing that, my dear. I'm a vegan. Well, I don't drink milk. It does help you stop eating because when Robin walks by a refrigerator now, she gets... Okay, guys. Let's go through. Hold on. Stuck to the door. She's you can't open it. Try to get your head off the head door. From the magnets. The little magnet balls. Well, can you imagine a magnet ball is behind Robin's? Just take those things out now. Yeah, I didn't know it was a magnet. It's a magnet. Uh, a plastic I will deal with. Well, Not listen, I don't like that near your brain. Don't you have to get it changed every 10 days? That's what they say, yeah. <laughs> Day. <laughs> every 10 days. It, because the magical, the magical powers of the magnets they, they, will. They lose, they lose their power after 10 days. Right. <laughs> Do you have to pay more? Oh, my God. They lose their power after 10 days. Their magical powers. She said, she said if they were plastic, I have no problem. What are you putting plastic behind your head? What is plastic going to fucking do? Just yeah. put on clip on earrings then. Fucking idiot. Every time you get the new magnet? $5 each time you go. How much? 
$75. Whoa. She was going to a different person. Can you imagine? The no, they're treating you. They're giving you the Scientology celebrity treatment. <laughs> the Scientology celebrity treatment. Ching Chong Charlie over there is saying, uh, hey, listen, uh, you, oh, Robin Quivers. Uh, no, 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 no. No charge. No charge. You said you wouldn't say the name of the company. Is Ching Chong Charlie? It's Ching Chong Charlie's <laughs> Chinese magnet. I'm writing that down. Ching Chong Charlie's Chinese magnet. Chinese magnet. Ching Chong Charlie. Oh my God! Like he he would get canceled in a heartbeat if he was still relevant. At this it's not point. even funny, right? It's no, just, that's not even funny. No, not then, not now. It's, it's 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 not even like early early late eighties. It's it's maybe maybe on the line, but uh, let's uh, try to wrap this one up. Can he manage? Come on, let's go. It's a Russian doctor. Yeah, it's a Russian program. Yeah, that's what it says. Chinese Russian. <laughs> like the Russians know anything. <laughs> the sons of bitches, you can't get toilet paper over there, but they figured out to stick a magnet on the back of someone's head and rip off them. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Crazy. She says she does it continually. Look and listen to her. Don't listen to her. <laughs> listen to listen her to don't me. listen to her. That's my point. You want to end up like her? <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I, I just can't. You've got two magnets behind your ears. Not anymore. <laughs> Jesus, God. So she she wow. literally, in the course of being harangued for, well, 20 minutes or whatever, decided, no, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> she had to be, like, bullied and pushed into taking yes. them off. Pummeled into defeat. Yes. And then ridiculed. That's the only way. <laughs> who, who else would take that kind of abuse for that long a period of time? Yeah, I don't know you that know? anybody would. Jesus. Um, any, I think that's about it, guys. We don't really need to do much more. Any closing thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, I Yeah, I want to research uh, what Robin's uh, DSM uh, diagnosis might be uh, official because I, I, I just I think it's part partly narcissism, but uh, as always, these are so entertaining to do because Robin is just a fascinating, um, horrible person. Yeah. It's just fascinating that she's, you know, been successful this long with no discernible skills or abilities. Yep. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. We hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back again with more Patreon stuff uh, on a weekly basis with other people. If you um, love this, uh, give it a like uh, and give your comments, please, freely and spread the word. It's cheaper than a couple uh, than a uh, Starbucks caramel macchiato per month, uh, as far as I know. And uh, we love you guys. Take care. Stay safe. Stay warm. You'll recognize Katie Lang. You'll recognize this Canadian. Go ahead and sing a little. Dreaming, <laughs> I must be dreaming. Oh, you know so who that is? Is that Anne Murray? When Anne Murray, I right. look into your eyes, I thought you had vibrato and everything. He's very, very talented. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I am happy. Heartbreak. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it must be heartbreak for you and I. Oh, I can't even see your face. That's <laughs> when I, I get. He's very serious. Feel